Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Get a sponsorship ad gently teased into the earphones of 100,000-plus highly engaged listeners, both within this show and promoting our partnership across ACAST's other hit podcast. The Noise Next Door will even get creative and make your ad for you. Contact us through this app or via producerpool.co.uk and we'll tell you more. Today on Fancy Five, it's cakes versus biscuits. This is the podcast where we, the noise next door, create five-a-side football teams using characters from fiction, history, and in this case, very real life. Then we see these teams battle it out on the pitch to see who will be crowned victorious. I'm Robin, and I am joined by Sam, and we are this week's pundits. It is our job to provide criticism and insight into the manager's lineups, and later we'll be in charge of the highlights from today's fixture. Today, our managers are Tom and Matt. First up, Tom, what is your team? I am Team Biscuits, Robin. I've done extensive research into this team, don't you worry. <laughs> Good to hear. And Matt, who have you got? I'll be Team Cakes, and I'm going to be the one being crowned the victorious sponge. It's very good. <laughs> on, on that alone, Matt, you win. No, uh, listen. <laughs> There's no spoilers, guys. It's cakes and biscuits. No spoilers to warn you. They're both delicious. There's a big spoiler about cakes and biscuits. Actually, but... one of my cakes did kill Kennedy, so that might give it a Oh, move. there you go. That, yeah. yeah, that counts. That's a spoiler. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. But who, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who knows? Please head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcast and follow and review Fantasy Five if you can with a lovely five-star review. Now, without further ado let's hear those fancy fives we are going to start with our home team tom take us through your fancy five i will be very happy to do so i'm going to start in goal robin uh, and goalkeepers yeah they use their hands what do hands have fingers there's mm. only one choice here it's cadbury's chocolate fingers they're going in goal <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's always very exciting uh, in football when a goalkeeper makes like a fingertip save. But um, chocolate figures have fingertips at both ends, which means all of their saves are going to be so <laughs> exciting. Everything's yeah. going to be thrilling with chocolate finger and goal, right? Uh, yeah. Also, the, the tallest widely available commercial biscuit, you know, there's no taller standard biscuit than your Cadbury's chocolate finger and height is very important in a goalkeeper. So it feels like a, it feels like an obvious choice to me. I don't know, but can't see any letdowns of having the chocolate finger in goal. So wait, you're saying that they're, they're tall, they're tall, they're not long, they're tall. <laughs> this is very, because I'm just saying, they're not going to be able to stand up lengthways, are they? 
Yeah, if absolutely. You're... Once you anthropomorphize a biscuit, they can stand up. Yeah. That's uh, if you're worried about that logic, this whole episode isn't going to work for you. The biscuits <laughs> are going to be running around and playing football, Sam, all right? So yes, he's tall. Um I I have a I have a, a, a an important question, I think. Yeah. You started here, Tom, and you said in goal it's chocolate fingers, and that's a big no-no. It's chocolate finger. You get one chocolate finger, one chalky finger in goal. You're not having, you're not having multiple chalky fingers. Sure, <laughs> I guess like just the brand name is Cabbage. That's fine. Fingers, I'm that's just, I'm meant. just, yeah, just no, clarifying. A sing, a single finger, single, single finger. finger, one digit. And whether he dives with his head or is, is or, or lashes out with his tail, mm. it's a fingertip save. Yeah, you know, no, that's and true. that's really what I'm here for is the yeah. fingertips. And also, I do hear what Sam's saying about you know, like uh, them them not standing up. However, obviously they can stand up. But if they don't, if they choose not to to get down low, that's going to yeah. be great. It's like a draft excluder that would stop a ball from going in the bottom corner. Yeah. Also, if they, we have a slightly um, drafty door in one of the training room facilities, and he just lies <laughs> down in front of it. Um, it stops all manner of problems. It sh- uh, certainly does. Also, he's got a good catchphrase, has, has Cabri's chocolate finger. Um, you know, if he saves a penalty or does something awesome, he goes, you've been fingered. Oh, yeah, that's... No. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, that's my goalkeeper. I mean, I rest my case, I think. Obviously, he's a perfect goalkeeper. Not, not well, worried about it being brittle? Like, you, you might have two finger... So you've got two fingertip save possibilities, yeah. mm. but you're not worried about the, the, the brittleness of a finger. I would agree with that. It is a particularly brittle biscuit, I think. Look, having done the research here, it's not one of the more brittle biscuits. It's more resilient than than a than a lot going. It's it's a it's a firmer biscuity. Uh, mm. It's not that sort of crumbly vibe. It has, you know, I've got a team of biscuits. There's going to be brittle issues across the board, but you know, you can't punish me for being biscuits. That's ridiculous. No, but we can punish you for picking a particularly brittle one. Mm. And I another thing, picked, that, <laughs> what you've done, you've mistaken the brittleness of the chocolate finger. And another thing that you have done is you have chosen a, a biscuit completely encased in chocolate, which uh, will will obviously make it tricky to play in extreme heat. So uh, that's going to melt off. We're going to have, and we're going to have then what? a naked and finger. make him even stickier. So when the and, when he goes to yeah. touch the ball, it will slightly stick to him as well as being fingertip safe. That's thrilling. No, I'm that's inter- that's I'm fair. He seems to be very worried about brittleness, Robin. Early doors. Well, and, I think I think I don't think that's a problem that the cake team are going to have. So no, I think they're going to have more of a crumble problem. But I, what I would a say, great Sam, deal is I more think more of a crumble problem. I think we didn't mention this in the opening uh, the opening salvo. But this game is uh, is quite important to Tom because we are reaching the end of the season and uh, and Tom needs to win this one. So I think he's going to be more on the defensive because he needs to win this. Otherwise, he is not winning the season. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so. <laughs> It's also important to Sam, who's coming and criticising my goalkeeper because he's the one I have to beat overall. It's literally my job, Tom. I'm a pundit. I'm, I'm making punditry. If you, if, you don't, if you don't like punditry, just go and make a team on your own. In your, in your, in your <laughs> I, I did. I made this on my own and it's perfect. Goalkeeper, right. Cadbury's chocolate fingers. Brittle goalkeeper. All right, who else have you got? All right, next up, my defender, the least brittle of all biscuits, the ginger nut, right? Ginger nuts are wellard. <laughs> the most firm mainstream biscuit available. He is going to stand up against any spongy, soft attacker that's coming in. This mm. nut, this little nutter is going to be doing solid tackles all day long. And good defensive headers, you know, nut it out. Ginger, <laughs> nut it out of the area. Mm. Yeah, I, I cut the inside of my mouth on a ginger nut once. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? He, he's, a, he's a sturdy biscuit. It can take down a man. 
So, <laughs> there. Also, he's got a ton of experience, the Ginger Nut. He has been playing in top biscuit leagues since the 1840s. The mm. 1840s, the Ginger Nut's been around since. And he's still on every biscuit shelf in every shop in the UK. He's an absolute stalwart, the Ginger Nut. Now that I've heard you say Ginger Nut, I, I, that's a great pick, by the way. I think that's a really good pick. But it, it does make me think that your first pick was, was brittle. Because you're right, a Ginger Nut is not brittle. Yeah, but I need more flexibility in a goalkeeper. Okay. All right. Leaping All right. about. Ch- you can't. Ch- uh, chocolate fingers, renowned for their flexibility. <laughs> Absolutely. As biscuits go, very flexible. Uh, other reasons the Ginger Nut's are a, a, good, uh, a good defender, not just physically tough, but emotionally very resilient because of all the bullying he almost mm. certainly had to shrug off from being a ginger <laughs> at school. You know? So he, yeah. he's not, he's not, like the words aren't going to bother him. He's heard it all, this ginger nut. He, he's, he's hard as nails, both externally and mentally. Yeah, I think, I think I'm always surprised. I, I mean, the kick racism out is a big part of football, <laughs> rightly so. I do think it should encompass harassment of gingers also. Mm. As a ginger man, I, I entirely concur with yeah. this. Also, in terms of dietary stuff for a uh, for a ginger nut, it's probably the, the the biscuit that has had the most encounters with ginger root. Ginger is good for you, isn't it? It's almost a mm. vegetable, so you know he's got he's going to have good nutrition. I think so. That's that's good. Where's, no, he, pl- where's he playing? Sorry, he, he's in defence because because he, mm. he's so hard. He's little so bit, hard. A little bit of spice in the defence. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and also, like, look, the ginger nut's not for everyone. And, and I'll, I'll admit that I'm not listing the five best biscuits here. I'm listing the five best biscuits at football. Not the best biscuits. And he's... Look, the ginger nut is not not for everyone, flavour-wise. Um, you know, but he's, he's not going to back down from that. Uh, McVitie's actually recently altered their recipe. And now the packaging proudly says, even more gingery! He's confrontational. He's powerful. He's strong. My central defender, the ginger nut. It's a good pick. I think that one, that one, that one scans. I'm, I'm still. I know we've we've passed your goalkeeper, but my brain keeps coming back to it, and I am worried about that. Having heard your, the strength of your defence, I think that it's not gonna. Your goalie is uh, is got a bit of uh, a bit of work to do to be as good as your defender. I think. Look, I've got to be honest. I mainly picked him for the word fingers, didn't I? You know, like <laughs> let, let, let's let's not mess about. I mainly picked him because fingers. Right, midfield. Let's talk about midfield. I'm I'm willing to change my goalkeeper if if if, if we think it, if we think we've got a better option. Uh, well, it's up, right. it's up to you, mate. It's up to you. In midfield, I had a few strong candidates for this position. Of course, I did. Uh, what I wanted was a solid, established biscuit who really knows their way around the biscuit tin and therefore pitch. I considered I considered the bourbon, bit of a drinking problem. Mm. <laughs> um, I considered the digestive, stomach issues. Um, the nice biscuit. Obviously, is far too much of a total arsehole. The name's very misleading. Um, in midfield, and with my captain's armband, it is the custard cream. Mm. Um, a, lot of, a lot of confectionery products, especially biscuits, uh, play a very one-dimensional game. But the custard cream has layers. Three of them, to be precise. Biscuit, bit of creamy centre, biscuit again. He's got the firmness to act defensively, he can withstand quite a thorough dunking. Let me tell you, I bought a pack of crusted creams just to check this theory. He can withstand quite a dunking, quite firm, but also he's got that smoothness in the middle, that sort of, that silky, the silky centre or the silky skills to take it past defenders. He can work attacking or defensive, yeah? And he's a surprisingly elaborate biscuit. In terms of decoration, he's one of the most decorated biscuits going. Uh, the design on a custard cream, I learnt, is actually a Baroque-style filigree. 
um, which that that translates obviously to mad flare moves. Um, <laughs> also, in terms of his decoration, uh, Custard Cream already got his name on the kit, so that's that's a bit of cost I've saved there. Does that mean that? Oh yeah, okay, all right. I hear what you're saying. So on the back, it's also on the front, which is handy for any uh, you know, just just everywhere, loads of names. Robin, you have just nailed the nail on the head. <laughs> you've just nailed. You've nope. just hit the nail. No, nope, that's not the saying. I've just nailed the nail on the head. Yes, you just okay. Nailed the nail on the head, mate. <laughs> right. That's the main reason to have your custard cream in the middle of the park. Really, a lot of other good reasons, but this one, he's got two faces. Mm. Both sides of the biscuit has an outward-facing design, and most biscuits have a back to them. Even some sandwich biscuits have, have like a clear backside, whereas the custard cream has two fronts. He's literally got eyes in the back of his head, but it's, it's not even eyes in the back of his head. He's completely ambidirectional. Yeah, yeah. Defense, that's true. attack, eyes always on the ball. Quality, quality biscuit playing football. That's true. That's true. I've never thought of that. He's probably the only biscuit who can see both ways. The the, bu- right, the no- bourbon can the bu- the bourbon's got its front facing as well. Um, but look, I'll be honest about the bourbon. A chocolate biscuit with no actual chocolate on it in the modern game is just is not making the team. There are I there really- are better chocolates available. I really thought it was pronounced bourbon. I didn't realise it was pronounced bourbon. Um, yeah, I actually looked up several YouTube videos on the, <laughs> on the pronunciation of bourbon, and I want to say bourbon every time I do it. But I remember there was a, there was a thing. Apparently, it's pronounced bourbon, just like the liquor's pronounced bourbon. Well, there you go. Um, I tell you what. One thing that has struck me about the custard cream having you know custard cream on either side, we are assuming that it's got two faces, and it can basically see either way. It can go either way. However, yeah. there is a chance that actually it's like a horse, and it's got a very long, thin face, and the whole word custard cream are its eyes does that make sense so it's actually its eyes are either side of its face <laughs> yeah and, it, it and its face is the its face is the custard mm. layer maybe yeah, I, I don't I know what you're saying but as the manager of biscuits i asked the custard cream and he said yeah i've got two faces <laughs> okay yeah. yeah fair enough yeah it's yeah. a good good logic yeah are we are we worried about uh a little bit of bland in the midfield there a little bit bland Look. you know you've got such a spicy spicy mm. defender but are the fans going to be a bit bored by the blandness in the centre of the park? Look, he's the the the, the basic flavour of your custard cream, the vanilla. I mean, vanilla literally means boring, doesn't it? But he's <laughs> he's got he's got the he's got the baroque filigree. He's got mm-hmm. he's got surprisingly elegant footwork, to, considering how fundamental his game is. You know, and he's my experienced player. He's been around for a long time, but he feels like he feels like the definition of, of defence and attack. He's got I'm firmness, feeling, he's got smoothness. I'm feeling a little bit James Milner, which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I actually you know totally what? agree. <laughs> a team needs a James Milner. Yeah, I agree, I agree. And, yeah. and, and custard cream is my James Milner in the middle Cust- of the pack. The, my, my only sort of structural worry about custard creams are how they stand up. You know, some players aren't so good in the rain, and uh, I think that custard cream would fall under that. The reason I say that is I really have a vivid memory of my younger brother when he was a baby and didn't have any teeth and therefore couldn't really eat biscuits. We would sometimes give him a custard cream because you could just gum them to shit, like really like, and it's the moisture just, just whereas your chalky finger and your yeah. and your, your ginger nut, I don't think are going to suffer in the rain, but I think a custard cream might. Look, uh, to be honest... If it rains, I think that only benefits me because those cakes are going to fall <laughs> apart far quicker than my biscuits. So if it rains, it'll probably just be a mess and the ginger nut walking around on his own. That's, That's what's going to happen. I think just out of out of care, you should really make your stadium inside. Just just yeah. you know, just a covered stadium at all times. 
It's a biscuit tin, the stadium. You know, <laughs> it's a biscuit tin, yeah. Okay, biscuit yeah. Tin, yeah. yeah it can yeah, be good. like cricket, this match. If it rains, we'll just call it off. Yeah, we'll just... <laughs> we have to. <laughs> it's just a danger to everyone involved yeah. if they play in the rain. That's my first midfielder. Uh, second, I've got a second midfielder, a more attackingly minded midfielder. It's the jammy dodger. Why? He's jammy and he can dodge things. Yeah. There yeah. you go. What more, what more reason do you need than jammy can dodge things? You know, Zero. He's, he's, well, yeah. Surging down the wing, dodging past defenders, nipping in and out. Takes a shot. Uh, it's not quite what he'd hoped for, but it hits a divot in the pitch and bounces over the goalkeeper's head. Two mm. words, Steve McManaman. Anyone remember that? It's just me. There was a really specific incident many years ago where Steve McManaman like, just passed the ball to the opposition goalkeeper and it hit a divot and bounced over his head. Tim Flowers was <laughs> in goal. I don't normally do the football that, stuff, but there it not, is. <laughs> was that not Stan Collymore? Yeah, I remember a Stephen Manaman one. Maybe it wasn't Tim Flowers in goal. Regardless, we never get this football. There's a lot of famous divot incidents. Okay, (laughs) surprising number of divot incidents. And I'm saying the jammy dodger, he's going to hit them every time. He's always so jammy. What a little a little jammy so and so he is. Do you know what else I think is a real strength of the jammy dodger that uh, you've not mentioned? Is he looks a bit like a target. Right. And (laughs) and the middle bit where the target where you'd aim for is really sticky. That's going to be super useful. The cakes kick the ball at him, hits him right in the middle of the target, and then the ball just yeah. gets stuck in the little jammy heart. Ah, like, Really good sort of chest control as it hits, yeah. it hits him. He kind of takes it on the chest. The slight yeah. stickiness means it falls to his feet a bit neater. Yeah, I like it. I like or it. Or it just stays on his chest and he runs all the way past the line. That's fine. It's not handball, <laughs> is it? As long as you don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, so obviously the main thing is, is, is the jamminess. And, and let's be honest, sometimes in football, it doesn't matter how good you are, a lucky bounce, a fluke deflection is making all the difference and he's going to be on the right side of all of those things because he's he's such a jammy li- oh jammy little sod isn't he oh the cheeky <laughs> little jamster um very clear back that's a, that's an example of a biscuit with a very yeah, clear back it's a sand bi- sandwich biscuit with a, with yeah, a back you know very so, clear back the custard cream is is a, is a rare beast <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like we we've, we've talked about the the um the the jammy center uh, another thing that i think is um that this this represents i'll be honest he's a passionate biscuit he really wears his emotions on his sleeve, or specifically, he wears his heart in the open wound of his chest. Um, so he might get let his emotions show on the pitch. He, yeah. he could lash out, but he's jammy, isn't he? So the ref's never going to be looking. Well, the ref's never going to see him as he blindly punches someone in the back of the head. <laughs> I mean, I remember the. Do you remember the Jammy Dodger adverts from years and years and years ago where they like gave the Jammy Dodgers personality? They were always delightful. Like they were just little <laughs> happy, happy boys. They were so thrilled to be being eaten. So uh, listen, I, all I'm saying is I've not seen any evidence of this temper, but it could be there. I've just never seen it. <laughs> I think I'd be a little bit worried that his heart is completely open to, <laughs> yeah. to a tackle. However, yeah. he's Jammy. So he's jammy. Very he's, jammy. You're going to have to have a very specific way of taking that down. I mean, no. I look forward to seeing what Cake might be able to. Well, like a cake knife. Oh, that would sort it out, wouldn't it? Blind. That's a stabbing. You're not allowed to do that in football, I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> and if Matt on his cake team has a knife, I'm going to feel pretty jipped, <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, right. Up front, final pick. The striker is Chocolate Hobnob. Chocolate Hobnob is young for a biscuit of his standing, sort of socially, it is young. He was only born in 1987. If he was a human being, he could legitimately still be playing football, you know? Uh, that, that's how recent the Chocolate Hobnob is to the world. He, obviously a second generation player, but he's already completely surpassed his father, regular Hobnob, in almost every way. 
Like, no, no. Who wants a regular hobnob when Chalky Hobnob is a Chalky Hobbs, as I call him? Um, when, when, he, when he's available, no, no one's picking his dad. Yeah, his dad used to be good back in the day, but now it's all about the choc- the chocolate son. Um, Chalky Hobbs. Chalky Hobbs, right? He was crowned the UK's favourite biscuit in a 2014 poll, and it's plain to see why. He's he's a superstar, top to bottom. The rich, sweet, oaty crumb. It's just it's so much more complex than your standard biscuit base. It's your, unusual, your regular knob. Undeniably tasty, yeah? And it's, it's <laughs> this... this. <laughs> That's right. I mean, in fairness, if, if you've got a knob, you want it to be hobby. And chalky. I'd like, I'd like a chocolate-covered one. What are you talking about? My knob is a bit of a hobby, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I have sake. a friend whose surname is Hobbs, and it's going to be my life goal now to make sure that she calls her firstborn chalky. Chalky Hobbs. I just think that's <laughs> great. Anyway, <laughs> before we start talking about everyone's knobs. Um, okay. Look, he's got the biscuit face that his dad had. Mm. <laughs> it's so pointless now, doesn't it? He's got the biscuit face that his dad had. <laughs> what do you mean now? It, what do you mean now it's pointless? We're talking about the how good biscuits are at football. It's all fucking pointless, yeah. mate. What are you talking I about? I take it very seriously. <laughs> okay. You've, you've got the sweetly, almost salty at points, that, that delicious base that his dad had. But... He is, he is coated in sweet, smooth chocolate. And like his striking, it's a perfect finish. Mwah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> smooth. Do we think it, you, you're talking a lot here about the original original Hob being the, uh, the, the dad of Chucky Hob. Yeah. Do we think that there was like a, I don't know, is this a crossbreed? Has there been a chalky, like a chocolate digestive involved in in creating the chocolate hobnob? Do you reckon? Is that? Oh, is that? A- I feel like whoever the I feel like the digestive and the hobnob are sort of are the sort of the 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 guy in this situation. And somewhere out there, there's just a very socially adventurous bar of chocolate that's up to banging. Business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexy. That's sexy what I'm chocolate. assuming. Yeah, I, think, I am interested if any listeners have any ideas on what the most sexy chocolate bar is. I would like to. I do want to know that. So do get in touch repeatedly with the just answer to that question personally <laughs> I, I, you've made me feel a little bit sorry for hobnob because he was just hobnob and then his son came along and then you've called him regular hobnob he wasn't called that before <laughs> but now he's just oh regular like yeah. after it oh my god he's living in the shadow of his own son i, I feel a bit sorry for him yeah you yeah, know these, these these things happen yeah. um uh, the, the main reason, obviously, we've already talked about his his, his perfect finish, uh, which is obviously great for a striker. But the, the main reason to have him as a lone striker, the chocolate hobnob, it's impossible to save them, isn't it? Oh, once you've opened a packet, they're all going in. One sitting normally, two sittings max. You just <laughs> can't save a chocolate hobnob. That is why he is my striker. Uh, worryingly, I would apply that to your entire team. <laughs> 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 it's going to be a hell of a goal, a goal glut. Um, yeah, I think it's great. Does did regular hobnob have any other oh. kids? Did regular is there like a yogurt covered hobnob? <laughs> it's or caramel, something? wasn't it? Caramel hob. Yeah, I actually weirdly the other day in my I wasn't joking. I really did extensive biscuit research. I I managed to get hold of some sticky toffee hobnob chocolate. Mm. Cho- oh, sticky B-A? toffee chocolate hobnobs. Yeah, sticky wild toffee, chocolate hob. Sticky, to- sticky toffee, sticky toffee, chalky hob. Um, yeah, it was it was a taste sensation. Mm, okay, look, I've got I've got a few subs that you should know about. Um, on the bench, I've got party rings. 
Uh, a lot of flair, great celebrations, but there is a big hole in his game. Um, I've got the the Austrian brothers, the milk chocolate Viennese and the Viennese whirls. They had a bit of class, but they really do crumble under pressure. They're pretty much bloody cakes. Puh, disgusting. Um, and and uh, and finally on the bench, I've got uh, Biscuit Kruger, who is a character from the manga series Hunter x Hunter. Um, Biscuit Kruger is a double star stone hunter who appears as a little girl most of the time, but her true form is actually that of a massive and extremely muscular 57-year-old woman. Mm. <laughs> Club owner, all about money, isn't it? Rich tea. There you go. That's my team. That's Good. my team. It's Biscuits. I love it. I love it. Talk us through one final time your Fantasy Five. In goal, despite the, the, the anger, it's chocolate fingers. In defence, ginger nut. In the midfield, custard cream and Jammy Dodger, and up front, it's Chalky Hobbs, the chocolate hobnob. That is the Biscuit Fantasy Five. We're moving on now to Matt's Cakes Fantasy Five. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A podcast from producerpaul.co.uk Matt, talk us through your cake selection I'm buzzing. I'm more of a cake guy than a biscuit guy. I can't wait to hear some cakes. Good to have uh, the uh, ref already on the side. This is good. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to start, uh, as I never have before, with the sub. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to just start my sub on because it doesn't work later on in the game, so you have to start with the sub. Uh, it is the, the Swedish princess torta, or Swedish princess cake. Uh, I'll explain why. It's a green dome. Okay, so uh, basically this green dome oh, no. will be put out on the pitch and will form a cumbersome divot. <laughs> now, 
They won't see it there. It'll be a divot. The ball will skew off, and of course, very quickly they'll realize, oh, hey, a minute, this isn't a divot in the grass. This is a green cake, and instantly have to be subbed off because that only works once. You're just you're just obsessed with camouflage. Obs- obsessed. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Naked yoga. <laughs> naked Incredible Hulk. Naked the Grinch. This is my last chance. It's the end of the season. <laughs> naked Swedish cake. So I, this cake does not have it. Anyway, it should have decoration on it, but it's not today. No, no. Normally, the traditional blueberry uh, flourish on top, not today, it needs to be green, and it's a divot. Anyway, so I sub him off. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Your, your, your first tactic is to play someone and immediately sub them off. Pretty immediately, much, yeah. straight away. Yeah, yeah. The, gig, okay. the gig's up once that's happened. So uh, what I'm then subbing on, or arguably is an actual player, uh, is is the scone. Uh, was, I'm going to have the scone on the wing uh, because uh, scone is really, really, really fast. You know, it's out there on the pitch. Where is it? Scone. <laughs> Thought he was there a minute ago. Scone. Rapid, yeah. rapid. Yeah. You can't even see where he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's good. I, I, I did, by the way, look up in case there was any uh, issues of uh, scone being actually kind of a bread. And uh, on Reddit, it says, are scones bread or cakes? Why worry about it? Just eat them. So that's the official <laughs> rule booking on that. Well, just by that case. logic, you could have a rack of ribs. Why worry about it? It doesn't matter. Why worry about it's it. Cake in it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, are you having a, a raisin or a, or a cheese? Or indeed, I recently had a salted caramel scone, which had little like bits of salted caramel in. What were you having? Hey, that's not a bad idea. Actually, uh, uh, something like a cheese or a salted caramel would really hold it together with all this, this crumbling talk. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I can fight that back with, uh, with cheese. Yeah. Let's go for a cheese scone. Cheese scone. I am just amending my list. Cheese. <laughs> there you go. So my sub on main player is a cheese scone. A savoury uh, scone. A savoury cake. We weren't yeah, expecting I, it. I wasn't picturing any savoury in this team, and I, I like mm. it. I like it. A little, little bit of salt. Done. Well, um, now, obviously, some players uh, in, the, in the world of football can be very demanding. Scones aren't very needy at all. In fact, they only require very light kneading. <laughs> now, uh, they're, uh, they're also always served with buttcream. So I guess that would mean that we can spread it everywhere and keep the enemy away because it would smell really bad. But buttcream? That's what it says. Buttcream. Buttercream. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, that actually smelled delightful. Yeah, yeah that's not going to work. That would be okay. lovely. That also, I don't ta- think you... I'm not sure you serve a cheese scone with buttercream. I'm, I'm, I'm well, willing to try it. But- I mean, I've already just changed to cheese scone. <laughs> and now I was going to have a... Well, because it, it doesn't matter if it was buttercream, because then you can put that on anything. And the whole point is it's not supposed to be very appealing. <sighs> okay, I have to rethink that. But yeah, yeah, fair enough. I missed the ER. I promise it won't happen again. <laughs> Uh, now, I, I actually did have a tactic, which I don't think has paid off. Uh, having heard Tom's team, I don't think he has... A, do you have any American biscuits, Tom? Do you, you don't have any no, cookies? Uh, Americans are really bad at football, so I didn't include a Corey or a <laughs> Oh, fair enough. I had a tactic where maybe the scone uh, could actually infiltrate the uh, the Americans on the other team uh, because uh, Americans call scones biscuits, and so you just actually go undercover as a biscuit. <laughs> Perhaps it still was. Maybe your uh, maybe your biscuit team is internationally acceptable, and I'm like, howdy doody, I'm an American biscuit. <laughs> Alas, Twiddle's moustache actually an undercover scone. Uh, so maybe yeah, that tactic is still totally totes work. I, yeah, I like this. I like this idea of uh, of spying on the other, on the other team dressed as a biscuit. Uh, I mean, it will remind everyone of uh, the Derby Leeds training scenario, of course, from a couple of years ago. Yes. Let's move on. 
Was there a divot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there you go. So that's uh, I'm going to the skull on the wing. He's he's fast and uh, not yeah not need not needing anything. So um, yeah, he, he's my first choice. And obviously, I've now up- upgraded him to a cheese scone, unlike his just boring regular dad scone. <laughs> oh. Next up, uh, I'm going to go for the chili chocolate cake. Oh. Mm, uh, yes, yeah. the, uh, the uh, various uh, ch- chocolate cakes. I've gone for the chili one. Uh, I'm going to have as, as an attacker. Mm. Uh, obviously, uh, chili in it means he's got very strong kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he is a uh, he's a very moist cake and will make the moist out of any situation. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's also he's uh, the player that everyone loves because it contains tryptophan and phenylethylalanine, which promotes feelings of happiness, attraction, and excitement associated with the feeling of falling in love. Ooh. Okay, oh. so this is why, you know, this is absolutely the fan favourite. Everyone literally loves him because that is the uh, the amino acids and, uh, and chemicals that he sets out to the world. So that's pretty good. Uh, that, this is typically just from chocolate cakes in general. The chili is really just there for the, the joke about the kicking thing, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, also, uh, chocolate increases the blood flow to sexual organs uh, because it contains large anine, so the cake's organs will get large anine and bang away all the girls like there's no tomorrow. So what I'm really hoping for here is that this cake uh, is so turned on by itself uh, that it it can knock the uh, the girls in with its engorged genitals. Big big old <laughs> big old swinging cake dick. Yeah, yeah, his old sweet stick. <laughs> we all know that the, we all know the cakes have dicks. We all know that. We've all seen a cake dick, a big, yeah. big swinging cake dick. Yeah, fair enough. Indeed, I love I mean, it. It's basically it's like I have I have Tom's goalkeeper, the chocolate finger, as just an accessory to my cake's body. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's going to do some uh, going to do some stuff, going to do some damage. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's kind of what, what, what are you thinking, guys? Obviously, uh, you know, there's a lot of chocolate cakes out there, but. That's that's the guy I'm going for. Yeah, I really think that the addition of chili, of all the things that you could have put in there, I think as well that's going to be a surprise. And uh, I think that, you know, that's a surprising twist. And so I can only imagine that his play style it has got as many surprises as the fact that, that this chocolate cake is spicy. Absolutely, know? the surprises. But also he uh, he probably will let you know he's coming, you know, running through the middle of the pitch. Hot stuff coming through! <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think they have to come with a warning. I really look forward to the battle of uh, ginger versus chili in that in that penalty area. I think Ooh. I think they're big rivals, um, and I think it's it's, it's going to be good to watch. Yeah, it really is. It really. I think that maybe. I can see the the edge for the ginger nut for me is the, you know the strength of position. I think he's gonna be a really strong player, but uh, the strength of the chili chocolate cake is big big old cake dick. So big old chocolate <laughs> willy. Yep. So uh, moving moving uh, on to my captain actually. Uh, I am going to have Colin the Caterpillar. Uh, now, Colin the Caterpillar, if uh, if you're an international listener to our show, uh, he's very popular in England. Uh, it, uh, our, the shop Marks and Spencers uh, created Colin the Caterpillar, which is essentially a big, long chocolate caterpillar, very popular on children's birthdays. Uh, he's been around since 1990, so uh, I'm going to have him as the front man, as the captain, uh, because he's very, very popular all those years uh, on the pitch and as the front man of a, of a corporation, and now of a team uh i wasn't quite sure and i mean he's a captain but what his actual position would be but a, a, a jack of all trades so i'm gonna go for the central mid forward wing back <laughs> now yeah, okay. uh colin the caterpillar you may not know this has a tagline and his tagline is he is what he eats 
And this is where my masterstroke brilliant <laughs> tactic comes in. If he is what he eats, then guess what? Ever since 1990, when he was created, he has been eating all of the most famous footballers in the <laughs> world. Sinan Insidan, uh, Sedan, that's his name, Dayglo Madonna, Eaton Messi. All of them <laughs> are now, his powers are now in the caterpillar. This caterpillar has all of these skills. Okay, and uh, and yeah, and that's that's pretty useful if he's got the skills of all the greatest football players. It is my only worry about Colin is the lengthy the lengthy legal battle currently going on with Cuthbert. You seen this about Cuthbert and Colin? Yes, Cuthbert is uh, is that little or a Aldi? It's an it's an, it's an Aldi. Aldi, um, right? So yeah. yeah. And it's it's interesting that um, the the MNS really had a problem with Cuthbert because um, you know Sainsbury's got Wiggles and Asda's got Clyde and Tesco's got Curly and Morrison's just have Morris and Waitrose has Cecil. But for some reason they were like, Mm-mm, you ain't calling it Cuthbert. So basically, what I'm saying is um, I'm worried that he's going to have some uh, you know some stuff going on off the pitch that are going to really distract him from his game. That that you know. But then again, Cuthbert could just be waiting in the wings, ready to ready to pounce. So sorry, I have to step in here. When, when I was announcing my biscuit team, we spent several minutes debating whether or not a custard cream would face forward or whether a, a Cadbury's finger would stand up. But you've just accepted that Colin has eaten three famous footballers and not questioned it at all. Matt said that scans. You said, I've done loads of research as the manager and the, cus- the custard cream told me that it can see both ways. And so I just have to assume that Matt's done the same amount of research and Colin the Caterpillar told him that he's eaten loads of footballers and that's why he's... But all those footballers are still alive. We know that. He- Eaton Messi. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> well, then I'm not worried about Eaton Messi's football skills. Good. Good. Well, of course, Colin the Caterpillar in that case could just eat some goals, eat some victory... Yeah. <laughs> eat the victory yeah. yeah there's a pub there's a pub in brighton called the victory so if colin yeah, the caterpillar yeah. goes down and eats the victory then then you win he is what he eats he is victory, <laughs> he is victory. Uh, do, I'm, I'm interested i'm interested in uh how this might progress could he eat all of that stuff and then at half time he jumps in his chrysalis yeah he comes back out he can fly now he can exactly. I was thinking this, like if uh, if he has a, a tactic at some point to quickly quickly get cocooned up and then come out as a beautiful butterfly and stink the place up because that's uh, that's what apparently I looked it up and yeah they uh, they turn into butterflies and they they're just pooping everywhere. So I can use that tactic. Yeah, I oh, mean no, it's oh no, I've really... missed the I've missed the er off it again. <laughs> oh no, oh it's butterfly. Oh, that's a different. Oh no, oh fool, what a fool I am. Okay, I, I promise think- that won't happen again. Promise it won't happen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he can fly. He can fly with the power of all of the greatest footballers in the world. That's what caterpillars do. Um, well, eventually. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up, uh, I'm going to have as my lead header a wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, the wedding cake is an obvious uh, choice for, uh, for headers because he's li- he is the greatest height of all cakes and biscuits. I think that he's just going to be the tallest one. Yeah, that's true. You know? So uh, super, super tall uh, can win all the headers in the uh, in the header area. Um, <laughs> now we uh, we also do have uh, with everything that's going on. It's important that if he's really tall, 
and can see the whole pitch with with better skills than anyone else can, he can then communicate to the rest of his team about what's going on. Like, you know, if you're the goalie, I figure that it's really hard to see what's going on at the other end when the player's there. But luckily, my, my dear friend, the wedding cake, is in the middle of the pitch, just sort of keeping everyone uh, up to date <laughs> with what's going on. Now, you might think, well, surely then the biscuits will know what's going on. But do not worry, for we can use the secret cake language of Jakaken. <laughs> yeah, they can speak to each other with your cake and yeah. You see now, wag one. Sorry, what? <laughs> it's like Jamaican, but with a cake in it. Okay, it's Jamaican. the language, the secret cake language of Jamaican. Jamaican isn't a language in and of itself. <laughs> um, Matt, I have, I have, I have a, a further point, which is better than the point that you're making. Um, <laughs> that it, it, <laughs> on top, it has two extra players. It's got a, it's got a guy and a girl on top. And yeah. I would I would argue that they're essential ingredients to a wedding cake, or, or indeed a guy and a guy, or indeed a girl and a girl, on top Ooh. of the cake, who can join in with the game. I would say that's in essential accessories. That's essentially pretty good, yeah. If those accessories, so have the, the little couple on a cake, uh, if, they, if they go around, like, holding hands and smooching uh, and proving that there's an eternal bond of love, that will remind the biscuits that they are all a bunch of single, crummy losers who can't keep a relationship <laughs> together any more than they can keep themselves together in a cup of tea. Yeah. So that's quite a good point, Robin. <laughs> What are the what are the um the, the 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 couple on top of a wedding cake made of? Plastic, I think. Some some are edible. I mean, because if, if they're made of plastic, then then the magic that's allowing this match to take place is not going to animate the plastic people. Oh, I know. Cakes I and biscuits I only. Well, then it's I an disagree with one. this. We, we've had you know we've we've had a lot of rulings on uh, on various accessories that if you're bringing a sword, that doesn't mean you're. A Game of Thrones character, does it? I, I think. Yeah, the, the people pun- made no, of icing on my guy. Mm. Yeah. Dodgy. Also, I, I am interested in what um, what is what is like a wedding cake is a very generic cake. Mm. It, what what are you? Yeah. What I think you do need to choose. I need to what, specify. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for a a fruit cake with a, a white icing finish. Fruit cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be heavy. That is gonna be dense. It Indeed, is gonna yeah. be able to stand up to a lot of tackles. If if it gets knocked over, the biscuit under that is dead. Dead. Real dense. Real dense. And also, uh, this cake, uh, along with a lot of them, in fact, all my cakes on my team, they all have uh, soggy bottoms. Now, it was mentioned earlier. Oh no, these cakes are gonna crumble if it ever rains or anything. Mm, well, we all have agreed now that that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna rain. But. We have soggy bottoms, so we can put a little tactic in our own. Uh, now, this, uh, this is wedding cake, so its principal tactic is, of course, to soak the pitch with tears, because this cake is literally made of tears. <laughs> now, all that will be left of the baddies is a bunch of soggy biscuits, and nobody wants a piece of that, let me tell you. I went to an all-boys school, but this, this is going to be fine. These cakes will hold together because their bottoms are already soggy, so it's not going to happen. They're not going to crumble apart. It's pretty good. Cry everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that it's a fruit cake. I like the density. I like it's just going to be a monstrous unit. I'm yeah. picturing like, you know, if if everyone's like normal football height, you know, between like five eight and six three or something, this guy's like a seven foot, like yeah. absolute <laughs> juggernaut. Yeah. Um. So that's my that's my header, uh, which leaves me with my goalkeeper. Uh, and for that, I shall go for a red velvet cake. Uh, which uh, if you don't know, it's sort of a red cake. Uh, <laughs> it's quite spongy. Delicious. Now, uh, this uh, first of all, it gives its its distinctive sort of red look. Traditionally, is because it's dyed with beets, uh, which means that they're ready to beat the enemy. 
the uh, the most popular cake apparently uh, this this red velvet is the most popular cake in Central and South America according mm. to internet searches. So like the mo- you know people looking up cake recipes, Central and South America red velvet is their number one search. Uh, which, of course, means that it's coming from the same heritage as the great footballers like Peely, Louis Jairez, and Ronaldo McDaldo. <laughs> God, God. It's really uh, an indictment of how this podcast has fallen to pieces that Matt chose a position that was hedera and none of us even mentioned it. We were just like, sure, have your hedera. <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would be a good position for a hedera? Well, like a, a striker or a striker. defender. Yeah. A defender? Really? Okay. Yeah, like, they, they need to Well, t- that's just up. everything. So, yeah, he's one of them. Uh, now, uh, the ball, of course, will uh, when, when coming to this person in goal, there's a reason why he has to be in goal, the ball will pretty easily stick uh, to this cake because it's covered in buttermilk uh, frosting, which means that basically it'll be really sticky to the baddies and they won't want the ball back because obviously now it's covered in buttermilk. It's going to be like, oh, no, it's all stinky. Oh, oh no, guys. Oh, no, God, I, forgot to, I forgot the ER again. I think it's, I think it's buttermilk frosting. Oh no! More fool me. Uh, well, it's, it's going to smell really nice again. Yeah, red velvet's delicious. I love red velvet. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess my final point on the matter is uh, a lot of football teams wear red, so that's <laughs> that's my main tactic. Also, silky like velvet, silky like velvet. You know, real. I can imagine a real nice flow to the play, a really good footwork, things like that. That the silky sort. It is the goalkeeper. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's true. That's true. I was still stuck on Hedera. Sorry. You know. You're right. This one has actually got an actual position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so because uh, red velvet, quite light, uh, quite fluffy. Uh, I'm picturing almost the opposite of the wedding cake. You're going to yeah. have that. Ve- you know, massive and tiny. <laughs> And right. they're going to look very silly on the same pitch to, to you, each other. Maybe yeah, should we- the wedding cake go in goal and just lie on its side. <laughs> <laughs> But we've done a lot of people just blocking a goal with the thing. So I was thinking, maybe I'll go for a more agile player. So I went for, obviously, with a red velvet cake. I think it's great, man. I think it's really good. Have you got, have you got any, like, sort of backroom stuff? I mean, you've obviously started with your sub, a classic technique. Um, yeah. But any, any, others, any others that we need to be aware of? Yeah, I've got a, a cupcake as the coach because uh, it kind of gives the team confidence because they've already got a cup. So that's pretty, <laughs> pretty good for the confidence. <laughs> Um, we uh, we could have uh, at halftime entertainment. We could have the yeasty boys uh, playing. That'd be nice. <laughs> I don't uh, know that many cakes do have yeast. Am I? Am I? Do they? Do they not? That's no, bread. I think you're right. That's very much a bread <laughs> thing, isn't it? Yeast. <laughs> well, <laughs> <I gotta> get... <laughs> okay, because bread was excluded from uh, the cakes and biscuits, they can have the yeasty boys. Uh, <laughs> playing and uh, also just to get it out there i'm sure a lot of people are probably listening to this podcast thinking how have they not mentioned it yet i don't want a jaffa cake on my team because uh, basically it can't commit uh to, basically it can't commit to what it is yeah same and reason. we are a team of chocolate love and wedding cakes we love commitment so we yeah, i didn't, no I didn't want cake. jaffa cakes either for that exact reason I, I just don't i can't be bothered with the admin the conversation's been had it's yeah done. no i i absolutely agree I'm, I'm actually quite glad that you both swerved that um that that pitfall all right then matt that sounds amazing talk us through one final time your fantasy five uh on the wing is a scone uh as attacking we have a chili chocolate cake uh the captain is Colin the caterpillar the hedera is a wedding cake and in goal is a red velvet with an early substitution from a swedish princess daughter <laughs> there we go those are the fantasy fives and now it is time for our pre-match thoughts and feelings 
We have heard the teams. Let's see how the managers are now feeling about the final game of the Fantasy Five season. Tom, we'll start with you. Look, uh, I, I'm feeling, I, I'll be honest, I'm nervous because this, this is important. If I win this game, I'll tie Sam on points. If I don't, I feel like I've wasted, you know, several months of my life. So I guess, I guess I'm nervous. I'm confident in the team. I'm very, I'm, I'm, look, I'm here for biscuits. And if I don't win, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Matthew, how are we feeling? Uh, well, uh, Robin, as, uh, as you may know, you and I are actually currently tied bottom mm-hmm. of, the, uh, of the leaderboard. So what I'm really going for is a victory so that I'm not a total loser. Yeah. Uh, that'd it, be nice. it would suck to be a total loser. <laughs> that'd be the worst. So what I'm playing is, uh, is for that, is for some sense of pride. And uh, yeah, I think uh, feeling pretty confident. My team's been uh, training pretty hard on Mary Berry's greasy kitchen counter. So we're ready to go. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, there is only one thing left to do. It is time for kickoff. Welcome to this beautiful stadium here in Tom's mum's biscuit tin, hermetically sealed for dryness due to health and safety concerns of the Crumbly players. Both teams onto the pitch, and uh, neither are warming up at all for fear of losing structural integrity. Up in the stands, regular Hobnob is there, a proud dad, looking down upon his far, far superior son. Oh, look, he's crying. That's the whistle, and we're off for a thrilling afternoon of five-a-side football. Remember, Sam, that Tom, the Biscuits manager, needs to win today's fixture by three goals in order to take the title from his biggest rival, which is you. There's a lot riding on it, like a cake-eating fat kid on a pony. Stadium security today being provided by Colin the Caterpillar's private security team, Marks and Spencer. Uh, And sorry to say there was a very small incident on the gate earlier. Yes, Cuthbert the Caterpillar tried to enter the stadium and uh, Marks and Spencer really overreacted incredibly publicly to the whole thing. Cuthbert's friends now making Marks and Spencer look like right idiots on social media. Custard Cream trying to get that ball up the pitch and oh no it's hit a cumbersome divot that's exploded into cream and marzipan I guess that was the Swedish princess cake's main play and now it's done we can see what's left of the green cake being stretched off and replaced by cheese scone what an effective play causing mere seconds of delay I'm, I'm so glad after employing this tactic all season to see that this was the payoff very 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 worth it Jammy Dodger nimbly evades Colin the Caterpillar. What a dodge! Jammy Dodger is now on the edge of the area and... Oh, he's, he's, he's found a, a £20 note. So jammy. Jammy Dodger looks to cross it into Chocky Hobbs, but it bounces off some decorative frosting on wedding cake. It's off, it's off the crossbar. Oh, and the left post. Oh, no, and the right post. Oh, the ball is on the line. Oh, as Red Velvet scrambles for the ball. A gust of wind blows the ball over. It's a, it's a goal. It's a goal for Biscuits. It's 1-0. It'll go down as a goal for Jammy Dodger. Colin the Caterpillar on the ball now. Yes, the pioneer of the central mid-forward wing-back position. uh, Passes forward to Chili Chocolate Cake. Chili Chocolate Cake lines up a shot, but oh, Ginger Nut nuts him in the chest, a la Zidane. It's a penalty to the Cakes. Captain Colin the Caterpillar steps up, but it's a fingertip save from Chocolate Finger. Colin for the rebound. Oh, but he sliced it wide. Shame. But the bigger the slice, the better. And that's half time. 
It seems as though Colin the Caterpillar has eaten a few real-life footballers as a half-time snack and has formed a chrysalis in the hopes of returning to the pitch as Colin the Butterfly. Halftime entertainment today was supposed to be the yeasty boys, but they've double booked and are instead performing at Bread Athletics home fixture. Instead, we've got the Diabetes. Teams are back out on the field and we are off for the final half of this season. Wedding Cake is showing off some flair here, fakes it past Custard Cream, running circles around Ginger Nut, pops it over Chocky Hobnob. He's really making sure that everyone gets a piece of the action. Ginger Knight intercepts and punts the ball right up Red Velvet's buttcream. However, it wasn't enough to make it a goal. Don't you mean buttercream? In this case, I do not. Custard Cream has been good enough so far this match. That's classic Custard Cream. Like, fine if there's no other option. Uh, Custard Cream on the ball now, though. A pass to Jammy Dodger who accidentally crosses with Pinpoint accuracy to Chucky Hobbs in the box. Chucky Hobbs flips up like a coin and it's a stunning overhead kick! Totally amazing. And it flies past Red Velvet. Wonder goal. It's 2-0 to Biscuits, Sam. One more goal and the Biscuits manager takes home the League Cup. The cake manager's decision not to play a defender is really costing them as Biscuits are on the attack yet again. Dodger to Cream. To Chucky Hobbs. Now he's got 20 yards to go. He looks up to see Ginger Nut in a good position. He's going to Ginger Nut this away and... Oh. Um, yes, everyone everyone remain calm. Uh, it seems there it seems there's been a bit of an earthquake on the pitch. Uh, please please do not worry. But the, 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 the roof is coming off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tom's mum has taken the, taken the whole Biscuit Tin Stadium into the garden for a picnic and taken the lid off. Sam, it's raining. Oh, God. The rain has absolutely destroyed both the biscuits and the cakes. It's a sweet massacre. The match has sadly been called off. It'll go down as a draw. Tom's mum has murdered two entire teams. How was this possible? Well, she is the best. She is the best. The only survivors seem to be the couple on top of the wedding cake. They are surrounded by devastation. If only they could find shelter. Oh, Tom's mum is bringing out a meringue for them to live on. They think it's Pavlova. It is now. Back to the studio. Well, there we have it. The final game of the season. And it did not end a way that any of us were expecting. Tom... Talk to me. I don't know what to say, Robin. I mean, it was literally, I felt like the ginger nut was about to score. It was going to be 3-0. That would have been mine. I would have been, I would have championed. But snatched away. I'm utterly devastated. Yeah, Tom, I am so sorry to hear that you it got snatched away in the final moment, Tom. Uh, Matt, uh, uh, a draw, a draw for you. How, do, how are you feeling after that? Okay, I need help with the mathematics. If it's mm. a draw... Does, am I a loser with you, Robin, or am I slightly better than a loser? Well, I'm glad you asked, Matt. Let me go to the league standings to update everybody on how we're doing. In total, dead last, the biggest loser of them all <laughs> is the biggest hunk of them all. It's it's me, it's Robin. I got six <laughs> points the whole season with a, six, a, a goal difference sorry, of minus 16. And then with one point more than me, unbelievably, it's Matt with a goal difference of minus one. You know... That's so beautiful, Robin. I just want to say thank you to all my fans. I mean, hey, people always remember the person who came second to last. 
That's absolutely <laughs> right. That's right. Hey, listen, Matt, uh, for, for, for what it's worth, you uh, are responsible for one the joint best keeper. Only two clean sheets in the whole the whole season, actually. And uh, you're responsible for that with uh, Horton from your Dr. Zeus team. Is it? Then in, uh, in third place. It's Tom. It's Tom with, with nine points and a goal difference of plus eight. Uh, Tom, though, responsible for the, the top scorer, Hitmon Lee, um, who got seven. Hitmon Lee. Put, put seven past, past me. And finally... And responsible for the most points over the course of the season. <laughs> it's manager, Sammy P. It is. It's Sam with 11 points and a goal difference of plus 10. And also a clean sheet with Sekhmet, your, your cats team. Sam, your victory speech. Um, well, it's inevitable, isn't it? And I'll be honest, I <laughs> I was actually very disappointed. The two draws that uh, me and Tom had across the mm. season, valid. I was actually furious with my initial loss with my Disney villains. Mm. So I basically, I want to replay that game is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> a replay. Well, that concludes Fantasy Five's inaugural season. It, it's a huge sort of embarrassingly I'm sad to say but congratulations to Sam for winning Uh, but more importantly thank you everybody who has listened along with our first season we've had some really great reviews and comments and we literally love you to keep them coming in they do us wonders but more than that what we would really like and we've got a, a bit of a request for anybody who's made it this far please tell someone about this podcast. If you know someone that might like this sort of nonsense, then please let them know. Yeah, the the reviews are lovely, um, but one of the biggest ways that we can get this podcast to grow is by a good old-fashioned word of mouth. If everyone listening just gets one other person to listen, we'll just double our listeners, and then that will happen again when they get to this episode. You're describing a pyramid scheme. Yes, but it's like a like a nice one that's also free. Uh, also, if you happen to be part of a business that might fancy being the official sponsor of a podcast that's listenership is clearly going to uh, keep doubling forever and ever, <laughs> you can get in touch with our producer, Paul, at the website producerpaul.co.uk. And the first official season may well be over, but the podcast isn't. We are taking a break next week, but then we're launching into our Euro 2021 specials. In the real world of football, the best national teams in Europe are all competing for glory this summer and so we thought that we would do the same in true fantasy five style yeah we'll be releasing six special matches where we'll face off with european comedy guests as they represent their country with teams of historical fictional and cultural figures we've got mark nelson alex petrovic jenny collier naz osmanalu ignacio lopez but first it's christian schulterlo representing germany against sam's team of italians forza italia <laughs> thank you so much for listening as we said tell all your mates we'll see you in the special for the Euros uh, thank you to our producer Paul as ever we sounded handsome and wonderful but finally it is time for us to hit the showers turn them off turn off the showers oh god why I'm so soggy I'm so soggy Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.